Hello and welcome to Try Again with Jason Hughes. I am Jason Hughes and this is my podcast uh, where I will talk about trying and failing and trying again and things that might prevent us from trying and things that might make us afraid of failing and all the benefits of these things as well. Um, So today what I want to talk about is worry. I want to talk about what it's like to worry because I don't know if you guys are like me, but I am a worrier. And if you are like me, you're probably worrying about things right now because of course you are. It's the holiday season, or at least it's getting ready to come up. So of course you're probably worrying about things. You're worrying about you know, who you're going to be around and who's going to say what and you know, bringing that thing and everything that goes into the holidays that make us worry. Or you may be worrying about things around the house. Like I know for me, right now, I'm worried because my water heater isn't working right. I keep having to reset it, and I think I'm going to have to get a new one. And that worries me because I'm like, how much is this going to cost? And do I even know what I'm doing? And that means i got to call a plumber and talk to somebody. And I don't like talking to people. So I would rather avoid that if I can. So, uh, so yeah, I worry a lot. And when I worry, what tends to happen is that I go down what I call a what if spiral. So whatever it is that I'm worrying about, I start thinking about all the what ifs, you know, like, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? And I try to prepare for all of them. And it's, it's overwhelming. It's too much, you know? So like with the water heater, I'm like, well, what if it, what if it isn't a simple fix? You know, what if I have to replace it? What if it costs more than I can afford? You know, what if, uh, I don't like the person who's replacing it? What if they rip me off? What if I get one that doesn't work and it's not a good one? And then I got to replace that one. And what if, and what if, and what if, and all of these things. And I just spiral into this into this area of no return almost like I just go to worst case scenarios um you know like what if it costs too much and then I have to spend all my money and then I can't afford to you know buy groceries and I can't afford to do this and then my wife gets mad at me or what if I don't do anything and just wait for it to get better and then uh, it doesn't get better and we're stuck with cold water all the time. And what if, and what if, and what if, and it just spirals and spirals and spirals and it causes me so much anxiety that it becomes almost paralyzing. It gets to a point where uh, I worry so much that sometimes I don't do anything because it's so overwhelming that I don't know where to start. And And I worry so much about you know, what happens if I make the wrong decision that I don't make any decision at all? And it becomes paralyzing. Uh, It becomes, I've used the word overwhelming so many times because it is overwhelming. It's so much. And it keeps me from acting. It keeps me from doing anything. And then it just feeds the insecurities that I already have about myself, you know, or that I might have about, you know, I'm not good enough. I don't know what I'm doing. And so it just, it, it breeds that and it feeds those insecurities. So when I notice that I'm going down this what if spiral, 
I try to do something. It's it's a fairly simple change. So something that I'm fascinated with is how the words that we use impact our perception of things. And sometimes just making a simple change can have a huge impact. So when I notice, when I become aware that I'm going down that what if spiral, so many what ifs, then I change the what if to what is. So just change the if to is. So when I'm like, what if, you know, what if this is not an easy fix? You know, what if it's something major and I have to replace the water heater? Okay. That's a tough one. It's scary because I don't know how much it's going to cost. The what is, when I say what is, what that helps me do, it grounds me in reality. What is, is very objective. It helps me focus on what is real, what is observable. And so if I'm worried about the what if, so what if I need a new water heater? Okay. Um, what is the reality of the situation? If I do need one, could I get it if necessary? Yes, I could. I could make it happen. I could get a new water heater. It would it would suck. I don't want to have to pay for one, but I can make it work. I could find a way uh, to make it happen. You know, what if I don't like... Uh, what if the plumber acts like I should have done something different? Well, I know my plumber. So what is the truth? I know the plumber. He's a good guy. He's going to come over. He's going to steer me in the right direction. Um, you know, what if something happens again later? What is the truth is that there's probably a warranty on it. Um, and again, my plumber's a good guy. He will help with anything that comes up. Uh, these are these are problems that have solutions. These are problems that can be solved. So when I change the what if to what is, then it helps me focus on what the reality is. And if there is a problem, then it leads me to problem solving. What if doesn't do that? What if just uh, leads to more problems and make up problems, you know, things that more often than not will never happen. But when I change it to what is, then I can see what is really in front of me. What is the real problem? First of all, is there a real problem or am I creating this in my mind? And if there is, then what can I do to solve it? So change what if to what is, and just use that to help ground you in reality to help stop the spiral and and look at what is and it takes practice you know you got to you got to do it over and over again because i know i i go back to the what ifs but when i do i just bring it back to what is so another thing to keep in mind is what's the function of worry so we worry for a reason you know if if there wasn't a purpose to worrying then we wouldn't do it See, I believe that our bodies don't make mistakes. You know, our bodies know what they need for themselves. They know how to heal themselves. They know how to protect themselves and they know how to survive. And so because of that, anything that that our body experiences, and this includes emotions, thoughts, urges, things like that. These aren't things that, you know, we just conjure up that are in a cloud in the sky 
These are things that our body produces. Our body produces thoughts. Our body produces emotions and urges. And so if if they weren't necessary, then we wouldn't have them. They wouldn't be a part of our body. But because they are, there's probably a function to it. And the function of worry is it helps to prepare us. You know, not for every potential problem, but it helps to prepare us for if there's a problem. It prepares us so that we can adapt if necessary. Because we can't foresee every problem that's going to come up. However, that doesn't stop us from trying sometimes. I know my mind makes up all of these potential problems. And like I said, it's paralyzing. It stops me from doing anything. But what worry is meant to do is to help prepare us so that we can adapt. So we want to be able to plan for things, you know, whatever it might be. Um, But we also want to be prepared to adapt as needed because I know for me in my life, things have rarely gone as I've exactly as I planned for it to go. Uh, There are a lot of things that are outside of my control that lead to me needing to shift my path. And so what worrying does, a healthy amount of worry, is it prepares us to be able to shift as needed. So let's say, for example, uh, you're preparing for a trip. You know, if I didn't worry about anything, then I would never be prepared. You know, if I wasn't worried about packing for a trip, then I'm going to get to wherever I go and wonder why I don't have a change of clothes because I wasn't worried about it to begin with. I was just looking forward to the trip. I was looking forward to being on vacation, to not having to work, to, you know, being away for a week and packing didn't cross my mind. I wasn't worried about it until the moment came when I needed to change clothes. So worrying helps us prepare. So when we are preparing for a trip, you know, we plan, we think about potential obstacles, things that that could happen, you know, so I don't, if I'm driving, I don't want to get lost. So I, you know, if I'm worried about getting lost, I prepare a route and I also allow myself the flexibility to change that route. If something were to happen, uh, when I'm packing, I think about, you know, well, what if it gets too cold? You know, what if it gets too hot? Well, I prepare by maybe checking the weather ahead of time and bringing, uh, the the type of clothes that will help me in that situation. You know, so worrying helps us prepare. It helps us prepare uh, for potential problems, not for every problem. So when worry becomes excessive, when it becomes overwhelming and it starts to impair our functioning, that's when we want to start paying attention to it. That is when we want to figure out, okay, am I, is this, am I letting the worry get the best of me? So we want to pay attention to, you know, we want to ask, is this, how realistic is this problem? So, so we want to pay attention to what we're worrying about. Is it realistic? And is there a solution? Which leads to something that I try to practice 
to help me when I am worrying, when my anxiety is becoming overwhelming and and excessive, is I do something that's called coping ahead. And if you've ever done any kind of DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy, you might be familiar with this. Coping ahead is just as it implies, you know, I am coping ahead of time. Instead of instead of dealing with it when it happens, I'm imagining myself surviving the situation that I'm worried about. So I do this by first I've got to be aware of what it is that I'm worried about. You know, what is it that's causing me the anxiety? So I want to pay attention to that. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, the water heater, you know, that's something that's causing me anxiety. I don't want to have to call a plumber. I'm, I'm anxious about what I'm going to find out. And so it's, it's kept me from calling when I know I need to get it done, you know. And so what I do is I cope ahead. So I imagine not only the scenario that I'm anxious about, the situation that's causing me to worry, but I imagine myself getting past that situation. So I ask myself, can I survive this? And so can I survive it if I need a new water heater? Yes, I can picture myself later down the road, you know, a month from now, six months from now, a year from now with a new water heater in my house. I can imagine that. I can imagine taking a shower without worrying if the water is going to be cold or not. And it won't even cross my mind. Uh, I won't miss the money that was spent at that time because it was already spent. And I will be happy because I have a new water heater. So the anxiety that I feel now, it's completely valid. It's real. You know, it, it fits because these are things that I want to prepare for. I want to prepare to budget you know, I'm worried about, will I have enough money? So I want to budget for it. I worry about something, what if I get the wrong water heater? Well, I can ask the plumber. You know, like I said, I trust him. I can do some research. Uh, so worrying helps me prepare. And then, like I said, coping ahead, imagine myself after getting past the situation. So I can imagine having a new water heater installed, having that in my house, and enjoying the hot water. Uh, and I can imagine this because I've survived things like this before. You know, I've had appliances that have gone out and needed to be replaced and it sucked. And you know what? I was able to get them replaced and things worked out. They were fine. You know, I didn't have to foreclose on my house. I didn't have to, uh, you know, sacrifice anything major in order to do it. I survived that. I've done it before, so I know that I can do it again. Yes, it'll be hard. It'll suck. I don't want to have to replace the water heater, and it is what it is. So I can imagine myself surviving that. And so that's the first thing. Can I survive this? Yes, I can survive it. Another thing that I want to ask is, well, what's the worst case scenario? You know, what is it that I am most afraid of happening? Well, the thing that I'm most afraid of is that I can't afford it. All right. So I can, I've already decided that I can survive this situation. So I know that I can get past it. It'll suck. It, it won't feel good. And that's, I can acknowledge that. 
and I can survive it. So the worst case scenario is that, that I can't afford it. We've got a water heater that doesn't work and we have cold water. So I want to ask, how realistic is that? How realistic is it that I am going to be without hot water for an extended period of time? And I use a scale from zero to 10. Zero is not likely at all. 10 is 100%. It's going to happen. And on this scale, it's a zero. It's a zero for me. I mean, I, I, can, I can get the water heater replaced. It doesn't mean that that it won't suck. It doesn't mean that I you know that I'm okay with it. What that means is that I can survive it, that I'll be okay. So it's a zero. So if if the worst case scenario in this situation is a zero, then I want to ask what's more realistic? Well, what's more realistic is that I might have to spend some money that I had set aside for something else or that things might be tight for a little while. Um, but is that worth having the hot water? Yeah, it is. You know, that, that's something that, that we need. So, so it's worth doing that and how that's the more realistic thing you know, that I'm going to have to spend money that I didn't want to spend to replace this thing that I wasn't really planning on. You know, how realistic is that? Um, on that scale, you know, that's more like a, a nine. I mean, that's up there. That's what's what's going to happen. And I say a nine because there's a chance that maybe the plumber comes and and it's not a big deal. It's a simple fix and it's done. And I can go for a while longer with the water heater that I have. Um but either way, I can survive those things. And what this is doing, it doesn't make the worry go away. It doesn't take away my anxiety, but it makes it much more tolerable. It makes it manageable. So it's not so overwhelming now because I can imagine myself surviving this. So, so it makes the anxiety tolerable. It makes it manageable. And tolerable is the goal. You don't want to get rid of the worry. You don't want to get rid of the anxiety because it's not going anywhere. You know, you have it. You feel it. We try to make it tolerable. And I like the word tolerable because we tolerate things that we don't like. And so I know that this feeling isn't going to last forever. I can imagine myself getting past it. And I want to learn to tolerate it. So what can you do to tolerate? I want you to think about something that's causing you anxiety, something that's causing you to worry. And I want you to imagine yourself tolerating it and surviving that situation because it's not going to last forever. You've done difficult things before. You've managed to survive those and you can survive this too. So imagine yourself surviving it. Imagine yourself getting past it. Imagine yourself the day after the situation, the week after, month after, six months, year, whatever it is. Just imagine yourself surviving it, getting past it, and then figure out what can I do to tolerate it until I'm past it. So I hope this helps. I hope this stuff makes sense and that it's not too confusing. If it is, then you can feel free. If you have any questions or thoughts about any of this, please feel free to email me at jasonhughes089 at gmail.com. That's J-A-S-O-N. H-U-G-H-E-S 089 
at gmail.com. Or if you're interested in having me come and uh, and talk at your event or something that you have going on, I'd be happy to do that too. And you can reach me at that same email address. Um, so thank you for listening. I hope this was okay. And if it wasn't, you know what? Next time I will try again. So thanks again. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day and take care. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>